0: Bear Nation, how we doing? This is your host, Rob Napoli, and you are tuning in to another episode of the Bear Necessities Podcast, a podcast where we sit down with entrepreneurs, ecosystem partners, and innovation folks to talk about what it takes to launch, create, and scale businesses across the world. Bear Nation, how we doing? We are back once again for another episode of the Bear Necessities Podcast. And today, I am lucky enough to... Um, actually be in the north of Sweden, up in Umea, and uh, now we're able to do an actual in-person pod, being on the road, and I'm excited to sit down and chat with somebody who I met back in 2019, right? So three years ago, in New York City, Peter Backstrom, uh, we were at an event together that you found on Eventbrite, we met, started talking, and then collaborated on a few projects, and here we are three years later, finally, we're supposed to do this in 2020, I know, and you're supposed to come back to New York. Never happened, obviously, for, for COVID and all those things, but I'm excited to be here and sit down with you. So thank you for hosting um, in this space and excited to chat about you know UNO of innovation, the impact that it's making and some of the things that you do on the international scale. So to kick things off, why don't you say hi to Bear Nation for me?
1: Hello, Rob. Hello, Bear Nation. Uh, nice to finally see you in person again, Rob. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> uh, as As you told, I mean, three years ago, yeah. we we met in New York. So, I mean, having you here in Umeå, it's uh, it's it's so nice. Yeah, uh, I'm so glad.
0: Me as well. I mean, and, and I got to fly in um, from from Athens. I was over in Greece for a couple of weeks, and um, Got to come in Saturday night, got to experience a little Umiya nightlife, and then Sunday got to go for a nice little hike um, up the mountains and then along the river. Um, So I appreciate the hospitality. But what's really cool about why I'm here, right? And when we met in New York three years ago, we had big ideas to get you back to New York, to bring companies here, to bring me back, to bring me out here and really create a strong cross-border alliance, right? And the work that you've done, we were talking pre-show, you've been with Humanova Innovation for over a decade. And, you know, basically your whole career has been looking at the European Union, the European network of entrepreneurs, and how do you scale that? Not just in Europe, but beyond. When you got into this business, you know, you had this passion for entrepreneurship, but what was it that drew you to look outside of Sweden and outside of Europe for international connections? like what was the driving force for you to really say, you know you're sitting up here in Umiya, which most of my you know listeners might never have heard of, what was the attraction to the international market, and how did like why did that become so important um as part of your your work that you've done here?
1: Uh, I mean, first on a more personal level, um, I'm quite curious mm-hmm. as a person, mm-hmm. so I like to explore explore new things. Yeah, like if we go on a hike <laughs> and I see a, a new hill, yeah, I would need <laughs> to see what's on the other side of that hill. And if I see another hill after yeah. that, I want to see what's on the other side. Yeah. So uh, I think that curiosity has uh, in some way forwarded my career and also what made me so interested in the international business. Uh, And also uh, in some way also for me to a little bit get out of the comfort zone. Yeah. uh, Because um, uh, it can be quite... Far away, in one one sense, I mean, Umea up north in Sweden and uh, uh, Germany and uh, Central Europe, mm-hmm. it's uh, it's uh, more than one hour flight yeah. to to get there. Yeah. So, a uh, little bit to, to challenge myself. And okay, uh, internationally, uh, you need to take more things into account yeah. in those kinds of relationships. Yeah. Uh, the language yeah. uh, and so on. So, uh, I mean, that's uh, you know, a big uh, uh, part for me. That uh, okay, I want to keep explore new things yep. uh, and uh, and also challenge myself in in the work. So mm-hmm. even though I've been very long time at Humanova Innovation, yeah. I still feel that uh, okay, there are uh, I can still challenge myself. In, in my role by, uh, going into new, new markets, yeah. new industries and so on.
0: Yeah. So I love that because one of my key values um, has always been to be curious. Cause when you're curious, you learn and when you learn, you grow, yeah. right? And then when you grow, we do that with authenticity and intentionality and good things happen from that. So I'm always a big fan of curiosity as like a core key building block. And when you got into this role, you got started in the internationalization kind of competency space. But then from there, you got to kind of grow into the, the European Union um, side of things. And you were the chair on the sustainability side of things, working with the European Union. What was it like, you know, being from the Nordics? And we'll talk about the culture shock globally after that. But being from the Nordics and thinking about Sweden itself, their Stockholm, there's Gutenberg, there's, um, how do I say it wrong, Mamo Mamo yes. Um, Which are kind of the three major hubs, but then you have Umea up north. What was it like trying to, when you were on the chair and being involved, what was it like trying to communicate with, you know, big players like Germany and France and Brussels, right, and Belgium? How did you kind of put Sweden on the map, or what was that experience like for you to... Mm -hmm. Working work with other companies and other partners in Europe to create this large network for cross border. Uh, and,
1: and yes, I mean, even though we are not so famous mm-hmm. as, a, as a city, something that had caught me during the year is that uh, we have a lot of quality here. Mm-hmm. Even though we, we are not so making so much noise, yeah. uh, uh, we, we still have very much quality on of things that, that we produce startups research and so on uh so i mean that's uh <laughs> that's something that uh, I think uh, also is uh, a door opener when uh, people around the world in Europe and beyond when they look what we actually have here mm-hmm. uh, they they are they are surprised that Okay, how how can you have such great startups, such great companies, uh, hospital, university, uh, and and be rather remote yeah. in, in in their view at least from yeah. like Central Europe or or US? Uh, so I mean, that's that's also open many conversation, mm-hmm. even though you are unknown yeah. in in the world.
0: Yeah. I mean, that's definitely helpful, too. You know, the cool thing about up here, you said there's a lot of quality. And you think of Umia, there's two universities, over 37,000 students come to school here Hmm. every year. And there's a lot of innovation in the health tech, med tech space, partly because of the ecosystem that's around here. And I think that has lent a strong positioning within the larger European union. So it's, I'm sure it was interesting to have to have those conversations with your other countries and, and, and kind of make some noise, but um, I think quality matters, right? Yeah. Um, you know, we all know Germany has uh, quite a large ecosystem. France, uh, Belgium is, is small, but scrappy and mighty uh, <laughs> with, with some of their growth companies. What do you think, you know, not just looking at umia but sweden as a as a nation for the work that you're doing in, in kind of europe where does sweden really stand out from an entrepreneurial st- standpoint like what do you see as like some of the core competencies that when you think of a swedish company or a swedish entrepreneur like what can you hang your hat on from what you've seen because you've worked with so
1: many entrepreneurs in this area uh, 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 a tough question Um uh... Uh, but I think it's it's co- come back to to that that uh, most Swedish entrepreneurs, at least um, they, they 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 would like to put something good on the market mm-hmm. that can contribute mm-hmm. to to something better. Yeah. And uh, I think it's uh, since we have uh, quite a lot of research in Sweden mm-hmm. uh, and. Uh, uh, many of the good startups with interesting technologies come from the research. Yeah. I mean, we, we, we have technologies that really can change things. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, I think that uh, uh, one very important yeah. point for, we look at Sweden mm-hmm. compared to, to other countries. We have a special model here in Sweden mm-hmm. where the professors and the, um, teachers at university own the research results themselves. Yeah. So it's a little bit more up to them yeah. to commercialize.
0: Yeah. Uh, so That's, I mean, it's a blessing and a curse, right? The, yeah. the heavy, the, the the strong research, I think is is key. Like from you know the work that I've done with Humanova Innovation and the number of companies, a lot of them are based in strong research methodologies and published authors, published papers. The negative side effect is that. Swedes tend to wait too long to go to market because they need the research to tell them what to do. So how do you, you know, in your role, how do you combat that? How do you help entrepreneurs say, hey, that these are great, but we need to move, right? What, what has that been like for you and, and how do you kind of go about your work? <clears throat> uh, yeah, I, I think that um, we try to
1: put them in touch with potential uh, clients. And and their potential market mm-hmm. in a quite early stage mm-hmm. uh, to to, uh, to to get them to realize that okay sometimes we we need to to speed up or that they have the the market feedback uh, quite early mm-hmm. so they also can like uh, uh, change strategy uh, before they are stuck into something yeah. if they like start to, to build something in coding mm-hmm. and coding uh, and uh the more that you put into it, the harder will it be to change your strategy or your product so yeah. i mean um I think that's uh very important what we try to encourage them to get out yeah. uh, i mean get out of the building or get out of of Sweden for me then to okay you. Uh, uh, you have to look at the, a competition, yeah. so uh, that's also why we take them to like big trade fairs mm-hmm. quite early they They are not there for like selling mm-hmm. their stuff, but they they are there to discover
0: yeah
1: uh, and uh, realize that okay i I need to compete with these hundred companies from Asia and from u s yep. uh, okay
0: are, are we competitive enough with yeah. our solution? So I I love that because, you know, I think sometimes it's really easy to think about needing to be perfect. And the research needs to tell me what to do. And that's step one. And then step two, I build. And then step three, I launch. And then step four, I iterate. And step five, feedback. And that's not how it works, right? You need to push them to not be perfect, right? If you wait for perfect, it's too late. So put good out and then evolve it along the way. And so, your methodology of saying, you got it. So, technology based? Uh, uh,
1: that kind of companies, uh, they are quite early uh, uh, internationally. Mm-hmm. Maybe not that they like export directly or, or so, but uh, they're a uh, personal network contains of uh, maybe research fellows from different countries they mm-hmm. are used to working in international projects mm-hmm. so uh, so that kind of uh, startups i think it's quite easy to connect with mm-hmm. as an like a foreign entrepreneur or if you think that okay i, I would like to be a part of the swedish ecosystem mm-hmm. uh it's quite easy to Connect with them yeah. if, if you like have a specific competence or yeah. you think that you can add something to mm-hmm. to the business they are developed yeah. uh, in terms of your network or uh, <clears throat> a past experience from sales or
0: or yeah. or, or, or whatsoever. Yeah, uh, and yeah. it's really important a key, the key piece that you said there is you need to be able to articulate the exchange of goods and services the value. You can't just be like, hey, I'm interested. It's like, hey, I think I can help you with this or I can benefit from you from this. And so being, you know, not like super like direct in a bad way, but being kind of very clear about what you think you can provide or gain, it's really quick, right? Um, you know, if you too much ambiguity or too much like, you know, let's network and chat. Like, so you're like, I don't have time for that. <laughs> what do you want? You know what I mean? And I I think that's, that's, that's a lot for, I mean, similar for a lot of um, the Nordics, right. And just kind of be a little bit more clear with your ask and your give. And it's really easy to connect. I haven't, you know, I've, I've read a bunch of travel blogs and it's like, Oh, it's a hard time connecting with like, no, I haven't experienced that at all. But it's also about kind of how you interact and and understanding culturally how to communicate and and, uh, to ask. So I think that's really cool that, you know, and that's something I think the flip side, having you, you having had the opportunity to travel to London and Berlin and New York and Denver and San Francisco and Minnesota and, you know, all these, you know, different places, you can really help these companies understand how to communicate with what their ask is, what their goals are. How do you connect with Americans? How do you connect with the Germans? How do you connect with the Baltics? How do you connect with southern Europe? like what, what are the ways to go out and, and create those connections and then having that network? It's huge. what um as we kind of close out here, what do you think have been some of the you know keys to your success in terms of building a network? So if somebody's like, "Hey, Peter, I think that you've built a great network. How have you gone about that? What, what are some of the, what advice would you give to you know, an entrepreneur that's looking to build a network. Like, what are your kind of your secrets or your tips or best practices?
1: Well, uh, um, I mean,
0: first, I think you have to
1: like look, look, look yourself in the mirror and okay. Uh, if you connect with people, how, how would yourself would like to be treated? Uh, I mean, uh, so, I mean, that's, that's the first. I yeah. mean, okay. Uh, do you respond to, People try to connect to you, and if you reach out to to, to, to someone, mm-hmm. okay, is it just like a, a cold email with uh, stupid questions, or have you like done your homework yeah. uh, related to what we talked about earlier? Mm-hmm. So you you, you 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 really have something that can uh, attract that that, peop- yeah. that guy on the or girl on the other side. Mm-hmm. Uh, that okay, I. I have this competence, I'm contacting you for this reason. Mm -hmm. Uh, So, uh, because uh, I mean, like LinkedIn, um, and it's it's quite easy to get friends. (laughs) Uh, Or (laughs) so you can have a long list of of people, but uh, I mean, if they are not relevant for
0: you, it, no, no, no use. Yeah, it's easy to connect. It's hard to create meaningful connection. Mm. And like you said, understanding how you want to be treated and treating others that way, and just being clear: yeah. hey, this is you know, saw this, love this. I think this would be a great opportunity for us to have a chat about X, Y, Z. Mm. When you do that, and 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 really focus on that way, it comes across as authentic and genuine, but also clear. Nothing pisses me off more than somebody's like hey rob great profile would love to get 30 minutes to pick your brain (laughs) (laughs) what do i have to i mean i don't have just 30 minutes for everybody to pick my brain like why do you want to pick my brain what's the thing that you're trying to get what's what's the big question Mm -hmm. Uh, and i think that you do a great job at highlighting that and you make it easier for the entrepreneurs here to to learn that lesson uh not so much the hard way (laughs) and do it the (laughs) right (laughs) <laughs> the right. Way.
1: Yes, and then also, I mean, the the, the serendipity part of yeah. uh, of networking. Yeah. I mean, you you can plan and prospect and uh, all that stuff, uh, but uh, it's, to some extent, also you need to take take a chance yeah. on on some contacts, and uh, oh, it might not be the perfect match. But okay, if if I give it. Uh, one hour or whatever, yeah. its might turn up that this person yeah. is uh, in contact with another person that yeah. is the perfect yeah. contact for you, you know, that can open a door or uh, know the wheezy guy that yeah. <laughs> you, you love to get in touch with. So, yeah. I mean, you, you need to be selective yeah. but open-minded.
0: Yeah, I think that, you know, I love that you say that you have to be selective with building your network, but open-minded to accept serendipity to happen. Right. Mm -hmm. And I think that serendipity comes from putting good out and like being open to receive that. And it reminds me of a a story you told pre-show where you were on a flight. I remember where to or where from, and the person next to you is like a a Finnish American lady and was in the sport tech space and like two years. Cool. You exchange, you have a good conversation exchange contact, and that was it. And then two years later, company came through here. You connect, reached out back to her, connected them, and like they had a really good like partnership and did yeah. some really cool things. Like you just never know when that network ask is, and it's important to keep your network fresh. And it might be thirty days, ninety days, a year, two years. Not everything needs to be immediate. I think it's so. It's such an expectation that we meet somebody. And it's like okay. Here's my give and here's my ask. And, and I get this a lot. And, I, and I'm told all the time, it's like, well, if you don't have an ask, something's wrong with you. And it's like, well, sometimes I talk to you and I don't have an ask for you today. My ask is going to be in 60 days from now, uh, six months from now. From now. Hmm. Like Right now, I'm at a point where I'm, I'm working on a project where I'm calling in some favors from people I haven't talked to in a year. And it's like, I, I knew I was holding that <laughs> favor for something. Um, but now's the time and, and, and when I want to go request that or, or kind of put that goodwill out. And I think we live in such a society where it's like needs to be immediate. Understand that not everything is immediate. No. So that understand that not every connection needs to be immediate. Like build relationships for the long term. No. And on a global scale, you're not in this business for over a decade doing this and having, you know, accomplished the things you have if you didn't create really good relationships. Otherwise, you would have just burnt out. <laughs> <laughs> what, um... Okay, we look at the next, say, half, five years, half decade. Um, what do you hope to accomplish at Humanova Innovation? You yourself, what does Peter hope to accomplish in the next half decade
1: here? Uh, well, I mean, um, uh, hopefully we, we still are one of the highest ranked incubators in Sweden. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, that's... Uh, a bit below a quality mark yeah. uh, that, uh, that that we keep keeping the top of, of, of the ranking and uh, I mean for for me working with international business of mm-hmm. course I want more of our uh, companies that do export yeah. uh, and international business mm-hmm. and uh, uh, hopefully we can create uh, more uh, platforms uh, uh, contact points, yep. programs that can help them to go faster yeah. uh, forward when it's come to the international part.
0: Yeah.
1: So um, uh, mm. other countries, or I mean, we try to really listen yeah. to, to the company where where they have the best fit, yeah. and and we we try to support them
0: towards that market. Yeah. Uh, so um, love that. I think that's a huge, I mean, I think that's all really great opportunity. And, and the only thing I'll put on your list is that you finally bring the, the soft landing program that we wanted to do in 2020, bring the companies over to, to New York so we can, you know, hook them up and have a good program, but also um, go out for, for some beers in New York. Even though I know you're coming to New York and by the time this is played, I don't know if you will have already been and gone or not, but coming <laughs> to New York soon, which is going to be a lot of fun. Bear Nation, thanks for listening to the Bear Necessities of Entrepreneurship. If you enjoyed this episode, please subscribe and leave us a review.